Hello and welcome to According to Asta podcast with me, Asta Philpot. For more information about me and what I get up to, you can visit my website www.astaphilpot.com. In this episode, I'd like to talk about the dreaded D word, death. Just recently, we lost two family members within a space of two months. The first passing was my uncle Mark. Mark was the real Gandalf, a true wizard, and to quote my cousin, Mark's daughter, he was and still is the original space cowboy of galactic consciousness. The next passing was Mark's son, Aslan, my cousin. Aslan was and still is such a beautiful spirit, very gentle, loving, a fantastic father and husband. We all grew up together in Miami, and I'll always remember chilling in the jacuzzi with my Uncle Mark, even at that age, chatting about the world and the universe. I last saw Mark when he came to our movie premiere in Austin, Texas with his wife and my beautiful Aunt Billy. Well, we had so much fun. Mark was in his 70s, but in spirit still very much a playful kid, just seeking fun, mischief and laughter. I also grew up with my cousin Aslan in Miami. We had so much fun together, playing on the streets in Miami. We used to have races, Aslan on his bike and me in my chair. Aslan always looked out for me and his love just poured out at every second. Death is a funny old thing, isn't it? When someone that we know or love has passed away, we automatically go into shock. That shock comes from the emotion that we will never see that person again. But I'd like to try change your thinking when we face the passing of someone we love. My uncle Mark lived in a place called Shasta, Mount Shasta in California. Aslan also lived in California. I live in England. When I last saw Mark in Austin, Texas, we had such a good time. Then when it was time for us all to catch our flights home, I felt a really strong sense of sadness because I knew that I wouldn't be seeing him or my Aunt Billy for a while, because of the distance. Regardless of the distance between us, I always knew that Mark and Aslan were with me, not physically, but in my heart. Yes, I know that I could pick up the mobile and FaceTime them anytime, but they were both still 5,000 miles away. That got me thinking... When we heard that Mark passed away, unexpectedly by the way, even though Mark and Aslan had shed their physical body, I know for a fact that they are both still with me, both in my heart and I guess you could say my guardian angels. My thought process is that because they are now guardians of the universe with absolutely no restrictions through space and time, they can be with me more than if they were still on the planet. Then that thought process for me takes the sadness that we experience into a more comforting experience. Now let's talk about funerals. Probably the most sombre experience I've ever had. And no matter how hard I try, I just feel incredibly sad and go through a period of deep sadness after a funeral, bordering on depression. And this is why I think it happens. When we go to a funeral we see a wooden box. A wooden box that our loved ones are in. But our loved ones are not in that box at all. The shell is in that box that we used to sustain us on the planet Earth. 
Then the service happens, and 9 times out of 10, it's a depressing service. The only uplifting service I've ever been to was Jonathan Kaner's funeral. Jonathan was a famous Daily Mail astrologer. He was such a great character, and his funeral reflected this. He had a purple coffin, and the service comprised of people playing music around his coffin and telling anecdotes. Afterwards, I actually felt really great and inspired. So back to the traditional funeral. After the service, it's the dreaded taking away of the coffin. This is where things really start to melt down, because this is where the separation really happens. Before this, we had at least the comfort that our loved one's body was still around, albeit in the morgue. I think the cremation curtain is probably the worst one. Once that curtain draws to some very emotive music, that's it. Gone. But then I think to myself, hang on. Didn't my loved one pass like two weeks ago? Didn't I experience this emotion then? Didn't I experience that emotion when I sat with my loved one and watched them take their final breath? To me, we should be absolutely celebrating someone's life. Celebrating the fact that they existed. Celebrating the love that they gave us all. Celebrating the laughs we had with them. Celebrating the incredible miracle that they walked alongside us on this earth. And finally, I would say this. Nobody goes anywhere. That feeling of separation and distance is just merely not real. If you carry someone in your heart, there's no separation. There's no distance. Like God, just ask, and God is there. Before I go, I'd like to read something I saw posted this week and thought, how fitting. Lots of love to you all and see you next week. Do not stand at my grave and weep. I am not there. I do not sleep. I am a thousand winds that blow. I am the diamond glints on snow. I am the sunlight on ripened grain. I am the gentle autumn rain. When you awaken in the morning's hush, I am the swift uplifting rush of quiet birds in circle flight. I am the soft stars that shine at night. Do not stand at my grave and cry. I am not there. I did not die. Thank you.